fechar I got my cranberry juice, the Fleetwood Mac popping, and we about to have a special episode today. We got a insane guest. You guys already been knowing, but uh, it's me popping off tonight. How y'all doing? Welcome to the episode two of Bobby for Real. See what I did there? Because we're in the reels if you don't catch it live. You guys, we got a very special guest today. We're going to have Billy Mann in the Instagram live, the comedian, the YouTuber, the actor, what can't this man do? His comedy versatility is off the hitty. Let me hear that again. Let me say, oh, 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 you guys like this chain? It's real. Gold plated, $70 on Amazon, $70 on Amazon. You can't catch no gold like that. Let me know, I got a gold guy. Did you guys see how that wrapped around my neck? That was crazy. So. Shout out to the guy on the skateboard with the cranberry juice. That's probably my favorite video I ever made. That's where I got the inspiration. I hope you guys are doing well. I haven't been doing much. <laughs> I haven't been doing much today. I've just been watching a lot of football. But you know what's been kind of crazy? Uh, Cran Grape Ocean Spray. Y'all should sponsor me. Remember those commercials? The Ocean Spray commercials? Those guys were just like standing in a bunch of cranberries and they're always doing like classic male hijinks. And then the guy like falls over. I, like he would be doing some sketchy stuff in those cranberries. What if you're standing in those cranberry fields? Because that's how I know they actually farm cranberries. What if you just be farting and stuff in there? Like you just, you just let them, you just let them go in the cranberry field? It seems really unsanitary. Like, they'd just be wearing overalls and muddy boots. Like, who knows what's in here? No wonder you get on a another level when you drink this stuff. I'm actually really enjoying it. Cran, cran apple's my favorite. Okay, you guys. So I'm watching a lot of TV today. And it's been pretty good. There's just a lot of, uh... There's just a lot of these prop commercials. Like, vote on prop 8. Vote no on prop 12. And like everybody should vote. Voting is good. I want everyone to vote if you can, if you're registered. But I just don't understand these props. One commercial is saying, if you vote yes on Prop 12, then you hate babies. And I'm like, I, I don't hate babies. And then the next commercial rolls around. It's like, if you vote no on Prop 12, then you want to kill your grandma. And I'm like, I don't want to kill my grandma. Why can't there be a maybe option? Can, they, can we start making props with uh, maybe on prop, at prop 12? Maybe on Prop 22? I, I mean, why has everything got to be so black and white? I just don't understand it. Another thing that's been really making me going crazy is, like, I've been watching a lot of Sunday football. And, you know, it's been good. There's been some good games. Um, but the thing is, guys, Terry Bradshaw needs to retire. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard him do the recaps, but I don't know if he knows what he's talking about anymore. Terry Bradshaw just be going on there like, uh, they'll be like, can you reach out to the game? He's like, oh, here goes the Texans and the Dallas Cowboys, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Sugar and the Yankees. You hear what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, yeah, that was a horrible Terry Bradshaw impersonation, guys. I'm sorry. You guys like my Bruce Lee? My Bruce Lee glasses? Yeah. You know what? Bruce Lee didn't actually drink water. No. 
He didn't. He drank. What a! What a! That's a great job. I love Bruce Lee. I got to channel my inner Bruce Lee sometimes. You guys are amazing. We're going to have a freaking good night tonight. I hope everybody's doing well. We're going to start off this interview nice and tight. I can see we got some cool some players. I'm going to give some shout-outs in the audience. We got Eric Lange, the boy. Kieran. We got Vinny Lee, the man himself. <laughs> and we're going to be popping it off. I think, I believe Billy's in here. Cool. We're going we're gonna to hop in right to the interview. We're going to get going. Hope you guys are ready. Let me see uh, what we got going on here. Now here you go again, you say you want your freedom. But yeah, guys, <laughs> Vinny, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know what to vote on. I'm going to vote maybe on all the props, you guys. Yes or no is just too hard for me. We got jokes. All right, here we go. We're going to add. We got a good combo for you guys tonight. I'm going to do less of the stand-up, less of the talking at the beginning so that we can get a bunch going. And we can really be going on. Here we go. We're going to wait for that connection. But yeah, I hope you guys have a good night. Here we go. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing. Dude, I feel like you vibe alone, man. Special. I had to join. I had to join the steez, dude. You're dude, all buttoned up. Welcome. Oh, I see. You, you know Ooh. what's going on. You know what's going on, Billy. Oh, you're chained up. See, I have like the I have the dollar store version of what you got going on, but I try. Like, you got to go Amazon seventy dollar version. <laughs> wow. Yeah, exactly. I think it was next to the uh, the uh, fake uh, rings and monocule section in the Amazon store. That makes me miss for whatever reason. That makes me miss those like. Remember when you get the giant gumball? You had to put two quarters in on either side. Oh my god! Like, yeah. Right as you were leaving the store, they were like, "One, one more thing, we got you." Yes, dude. Or yeah, you got like it's like a money sign or something. You just look super gangster when you go. A chain with the thing, and you're like, I don't care that that is the most plastic thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> that I sneeze and it just disintegrates. Like that is gonna look so cool for the five seconds you get it. The dust particles oh. get in your eyes, and you just don't know what to do. <laughs> All the glitter that's on it, you're just like, whoa. The underside of my neck is really shiny for no reason. <laughs> Everybody's like, is that four year? Does that fourth grader have five o'clock shadow already? <laughs> yeah. Dang. Oh my gosh. Well, see you guys. As Hi. you can tell, we got Billy on here today. Billy Man, renowned comedian, actor, social media star, and a dear friend of mine. How are you doing tonight, Billy? Dude, I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. This is going to be was... so much fun. <laughs> I don't know if you saw my opening, but I was hitting the. I did. I watched <laughs> it. Huge shout out to what? His name is 420. Dog face killer or something? Yeah, yeah. Something it's like, like a that. super intimidating name, and then he's just like, I know, right? He's got like the most scary name. He's got like a neck tattoo, but he's just diving. <laughs> You're like, I want to sit down and drink some cranberry juice with that man. I watched an interview with him, and they were basically like, so you get, you get that you kind of, you look a little scary. And he was like, yeah, man, that's why I just love offsetting it, like doing the exact opposite thing that people would expect me to do. So he'll be like in an alleyway or something and then he just starts like doing like the whoa and stuff and it's so funny to watch dude that is like perfect i was remember i was talking to capron and i was like so that that skateboarding video got like what 58 million views or something on tiktok and i was just like is it just like winning the lottery at that point and capron was like no because you play to win the lottery this guy just made the video and the world chose him 
Oh, yeah, no, no, otherwise it would have just been, he was like, eh, whatever, just gonna, just gonna exactly. show mom and dad my day today. <laughs> the whole world was like, wait, what? Imagine his mom and dad's like, we've been preparing him for this cranberry skateboard video his whole life. <laughs> but that's the thing, is like, whatever pops off is just the most, ra it's the most random thing you've ever seen, and you're like, wow, I'll never see something more random. And then the next video that goes viral, you're like, okay, well, oh, great. Dude, that's why it's so... It boggles my mind. That's why I respect the work you guys do so much on social media because, dude, there's, there's times where I see you guys put so much time into something and it'll like do okay. And then you'll literally just do something off the cuff and something that you just totally didn't expect and it'll go bananas. That's what it always is. It's the, it's the content creation equivalent of leaving a test and being like, I 100% failed that. And you get like, for whatever reason, you wow. got like an 80 something. You're like, it's how did I just, I close. I just did this. Like, how? <laughs> I don't know. I was just munching buttons like a monkey. But then it makes the ones that you try super hard on so frustrating. You're like, yeah, of course. I'm going to, like, sneeze and fart at the same time in this one. And it's going to be my ticket onto Leno. Leno <laughs> doesn't so do shows weird. anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, right? He's, he does, like, a car show now, doesn't he? Is he the... Who am I thinking of? Hey, we, we gotta call that. We gotta call that today. <laughs> oh, he's got the gigantic butt yeah. chin. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of almost like Popeye. <laughs> I was making fun of Terry Bradshaw today. I don't know if you watch football, but I don't know what he's saying. He tries to recap the games, and he's like, "We're gonna go for you today. This is how I like football." It's like. What are you saying, oh man? <laughs> and then there's people that just listen to that and they're like, yeah, yep. See? Oh, yep, yep. Oh, did you hear that? That's top tier analysis right yeah. there. What's up? Dude, my What's entrance up? into knowing about football is listening to someone like you make fun of not knowing anything about <laughs> football anymore because well, here's, it's a Here's the thing. Like, I enjoy playing football a lot more than watching. I don't know. I never really like to watch it that much. But um, my dad's a big fan, so I watch it. It just... I don't know. There's something about playing. And I don't have, like, the, 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 the sticky hands like you. If you guys don't know, Billy's quite the wide receiver. Dude, we just played one-on-one-on-one -on -one -on -one in the backyard. And, like, I, I'm so glad I didn't try to set up passes to be right in front of my face because they were just going boom, through my hands every single time. I would be on this show like, hey, what's up? Good to see you. It's like, dude, whatever I had, whatever other fingers that were on my hands are all thumbs now. Like... <laughs> All jail hard. That's so funny. Dude, you're so the one that gets me motivated into doing any sort of like, I'll watch you on a run on a live stream or something. I'm like, whoa, I'm going to try to sweat less on my way to the fridge. Like, <laughs> I, like you get me motivated. That's so funny. Well, I mean, you achieved a pretty, a lot higher level of sports than I did. So. And then my whole body was like. Do you still like feel some injuries from like your skiing days? Like backed up like the day? freaking wow. day. Oh my gosh. Dude, when I wake up, it's just a constant like I'll reach to grab something and my elbow goes I'm like, huh, what the? I'm turning into the tin man, what's happening? <laughs> That's so crazy. Dude, I loved the bit you and Drew did on Drew's vlog today that yeah. came out. Oh my gosh. Bro, yeah, I hope like he doesn't mind beautiful. me telling this story, but one of the first times we were shooting that scene, if you guys haven't seen it, like Drew and I have always wanted to do like a Sherlock Holmes kind of bit where something stupid, in this case, like he does the, oh yeah, I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but he's just like, oh, you got something on your shirt. And then like, we just go into the like, he thinks it's a lucky day. 
he was wrong. And then you go into like all these different things like spinning move, break the wrist, fractured three ribs. Like, yeah. they were always so funny. I don't know why they were so funny. They're so action packed in all the Sherlock Holmes movies. And we were like, dude, dude we got it. So one of the times but that I was like going around to pants him before I start on his stuff, on his boy muscle, um, <laughs> I spin around and Gunner's filming from behind because we made this cool like in between the leg shot where I'm like, hmm. And I get the pants and the underwear. So like, no! Like, I'm just straight butt and stuff. And I like, I pulled it down so I saw his underwear. I was like, I'm not looking up. <laughs> I did it too much. I did it way right too there, hard. It just, the package was just waiting for you to look you in the eye. I was like, hmm, uh-oh. <laughs> you had a locked eye with him, you know, eyes on eyes. Oh, I was like, I was like, a caterpillar's hair away from <laughs> from being on a whole different level with Drew. Oh my gosh, dude, that is so funny. That's that's the stuff that we need to see on the mob right there, <laughs> dude. Honestly, yes, that stuff is oh my so God. funny. That's what I love about this house. Is like we're all. I mean, we're all like just in that mindset of oh, that's a hundred percent a video that I really wish I filmed in that moment. Like, yeah, all the time. Also, I have a, a moth the size of like a bird in my room. And last no night way. I was like, I don't know how I got in here. We're good now. I haven't done anything to you. So I like, please. I was on my phone. It was the only light on my, in my room. And this thing was just going, good, 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 good. The worst. <laughs> like if I took a second to laugh at how just uh, that whole situation was, it would have gone. <laughs> Right down the gullet. Hey, that's some free protein, though, right down there. Gains. That's so funny. Well, <laughs> dude, it's so, it's so, like you were saying, that's such an interesting concept that not only are there so many moments to cast within the house that sometimes you put, like, the diversity of people and just how everyone's always on point with their personalities and their own stuff. It's like an endless amount of content that it's like, if the camera's not rolling, you're missing something. Yeah, but that's the thing is you have been adding to it so much where like I'll even come around the corner and I'll like hear or see just a banger happen. I'm like, what? It's, it's one of those things where it's so funny your brain goes, that was a joke. And I'm kind of like, yeah, that works. Like you don't have the time to react. You're like, what? That is what Dude. so much of this house is spent doing with like just you being random. Gut, like you're right. Everyone has their own. Yeah personality and the way they just sometimes go and match up like that it's like wow oh yeah for sure and definitely like i love especially since we can play off of each other so well uh we just have like that same kind of like jim carrey <laughs> improvised like weird but like just out there comedy but i think that you're always like you're always the go-to guy for like these kind of bits because even that bit and drew's um video it has it's like it's like so it's so crazy that he can see your content translate into like his content as well where it's got Dude. like true flavor of vlog but your humor and it's just like so amazing to see that come together and like how Yo, people come he's so good at shooting he's so good at like putting the shots together mm -hmm. to make that stuff yeah. so much funnier i we've always been like drew and i going into this weird whatever this lifestyle is this wacky stuff like i don't understand we like I got towed it behind a tractor the other day, just around a circle on a slip and slide. I was like, oh, so this is just like, we're Nitro Circus too, kind of. So weird. Well, and then just how you got into this, this, this group too, like 
so weird. You guys don't know honestly, Billy got kidnapped, and that's how he's in the box. <laughs> There's a video where they told my roommates what was happening before they, like, literally kicked the door down into my room. I was living in Utah, and these dudes, first, they come in with ski masks and, like, drink a knife or something. I almost shit my pants. I don't know if I can cuss on this guy. Yeah, dude, go pants. ahead. I do it all the time. I was, dude, I almost shit my pants because they came up the thing. And, like, I had had a previous roommate that, like, it was literally, like, catch me if you can kind of stuff. Like, our printer went missing. And then we, <laughs> later, when the cops searched his room, they found, like, like money being printed on this, like, inkjet, inkjet printer where he was just, like, Oh, different wow. color green with his own handwriting was like whoa this guy's like the legit like oh yeah because the so, definition of a criminal you were living with an actual criminal who the fbi was on watch that you knew. dude and then they the pulled first, a prank like, on you where they kidnapped you from your yeah house. so i'd had that experience of like literal an actual like villain from a movie living with one of those people and then having them be like ah you know it'd be funny it was funny after the fact, after me, like I tried to make myself as small as I possibly could in, yeah. in the corner of my kitchen. <laughs> it was so scary. And then they just like up and moved me into their house. And that's the thing. When I, I like met Drew, cause we did some stuff with, with pre TikTok with Musical.ly. And they had us like, they had us stay in like a Beverly Hills house. And that's where I met Drew. And I had seen his videos. I was like, oh, you do flips. Like I do flips from skiing. And he was like, oh, cool. I haven't talked to anyone else in this house. And then we just became like really, really close. Wow, and did so skits like that, like what we did on that thing. That's what made that yeah. so fun. That was my and favorite thing to do with him, dude. That's so cool. And, then and you, that's the you, stuff you, that we get to do now too. I'm so oh excited. Oh my gosh, dude. It's so fun whenever we get to do anything. And I cannot wait. We've only been what? Known each other for like four months and we already have so many ideas. And we've like had so much good chemistry already. It's going to be insane. Oh, I love it, dude. But yeah, I feel like you're always the go-to guy for the humor, though, because you're so versatile in your, your humor and your comedy that it's just like, it can like be pulled in any direction toward anyone, anyone's kind of content. So how did you kind of, how did you develop this like super versatile, because you can do the voices, you can like, you're so good at acting, like you have a, I have a quick wit, like, have you always just been super funny or like, have you like tried to find your voice or you just always felt like that kind of versatility? Oh, dude, you're the man. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's actually, that's a huge honor coming from someone that I've, like, been looking, uh, literally and figuratively looking up to because you're a massive, <laughs> you're a unit of a lad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> dude. <laughs> but, yeah, have you always I, like, been, like, the class clown kind of guy or? Not, like, kind of. But it, I learned it from skiing just out of sheer nervousness. And I knew I couldn't, like, do the bigger tricks that a lot of the people I was competing with were doing. So I was just the person at the top of the run that was, like, making the whole competition situation a little bit, like, less terrifying. Because yeah. they were just jamming cameras in your face right before you're about to, like, do something where you oh, fall. Dang. It, like, stuff. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just, like, wet spaghetti. But that it hurts so bad when you fall skiing. So oh, I would I just bet. be at the top, like, did you guys take your nervous stuff yet? Like, just trying to get people to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Before they went and did their thing. I bet, I bet people loved having you on the mountain then, because they're like, yeah, I can be so a little fun. bit up on there. That's so funny. I yeah, would, like, I hype like, them up, and then I would get ready to do my thing, like, I am 100% going to fall. <laughs> I got a pizza. All I know is about skis. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> just the entire way down. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, Joe Rogan always talks about how he, like, started, like, getting into, like, comedy because – 
when he was doing like kickboxing or something, people would always be nervous before the thing. It's like gallows humor. Kind of just like ease the tension a little bit. Lighten it up a little bit. It's like, yeah. hey, you guys ready to go just beat the shit out of each other? And then like a lot of people watch and it's like <laughs> modern day gladiators. That is yeah, the most exactly. insane stuff to watch ever. Oh, the modern day gladiators? Dude, just <laughs> UFC in general is the most oh, I bet you meant those YouTube videos of like, have you seen the oh, no. like MMA, but like knights and then the armor and stuff? Have you seen that? I just, no, what? <laughs> it's amazing. Hold on. I'm going to pull this up for you really quick. I got to I can't see this. It's like medieval MMA is what I think it's called. What? Like jousting? How close are we talking? Like from one to I'm talking jousting. like, we I'm talking like wedding, like weapons and stuff. Like, what? <laughs> Look at this, bro. Like, like LARPing with this... real swords, and he exactly. just, just uppercutting him with a shield. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm watching the scene from the cable guy. <laughs> Bro, literally, oh, look at the crowd. Out. It's like made out of wood. What? <laughs> look at dude. The... <laughs> it's like ye old WWE. <laughs> what? Ye old That's insanity. WWE. Dude, isn't that crazy? They get into it. They're like rolling on the ground and beating each other with the helmet. Weather kiss gnarlier, brother. How in the <laughs> what? I challenge thine to a sin. <laughs> Just have thou please the Lord, dude. What? I think we found our new house. Not what I was expecting at all. Whoa! Isn't that weird. This is no medieval yeah. time shit. Okay, this is real deal. I feel like there's some people that were born in the wrong era. Don't you think? Oh, 100%. If you could pick a different era, what, what, what would you pick? Oh, that's tough. I would, honestly, for me, I think I'd really like, uh, I think I'd really like, when, when was like Woodstock and stuff like? I think it was like se 70s, right? Yeah, the 70s seemed like an awesome time. People just, just like laying around doing nothing. I guess until the concert ends and you're like, yo, I'm just like a human dried mud pile right now. Like, <laughs> Whoa. I got a lot of, uh, I got to go get tested right now. <laughs> my skin's kind of melting off my body right the now. 70s. I don't know. I think maybe like the, Spart the Sparta age, like the, like 300. That would be fun. To be I like have, but that, that's the thing is like, again, going back to wet spaghetti, I'm 100% <laughs> like applying to be court jester because I don't know what the hell else, <laughs> what I offer. I can't do the whole like. Dude, I could see you as like a Merlin, like a magician, like from a cave. Like, hello there. Yeah. Answer these yeah. riddles three. <laughs> Make a wish, motherfucker. <laughs> it's all, oh. all it is is the, are you afraid of the dark dust that I just hit yeah. onto a fire and they go, ah. Oh. Like, <laughs> That's so prevalent though. Weren't you saying that like Corey? Well, it should have been born in like the pre-nomadic times, like because he's just oh, like yeah. a he's, he's like a really intense like guy, like dude, a hundred percent. There's times where like he'll he'll his resting position is like he should be holding like a stone like spear or something, yeah, like spear riding on the back of like a raptor. Or something. I tamed a woolly mammoth. You're like what? And he says, "Hey, we're doing a slip inside." It's like I heard. What did I hear? Wait. <laughs> I, uh, I, I stabbed a saber tooth with its own tooth, you guys. Uh, yeah, another day in the office for Corey Funk. It's like he either said that or he said Lego wall. I'm not under... Wait, hold on. That's so funny. <laughs> Weirdness? Like, 
It makes sense. He could have been born then as like an actual caveman. He's so intense and he's so smart. Dude. Yeah. He looks at something, he's like, I know how this works 100%. <laughs> But he always, like, he's so excited, but he always sounds like he's mad at it. Yeah, and he, I can just see him like a little tarp, like SpongeBob, like prehistoric SpongeBob. <laughs> That's yes. what Corey reminds me of. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my Dude, god! So what? That's, like that's what it goes back to. Is like everyone in the house has such a like interested. Oh my gosh! Someone's cooking something right now. It smells so good. Oh, this house man. is so like lively and crazy. But we were having this conversation. I was just rock climbing with my brother earlier. And we had this conversation of like, there is literally always something going on. It's so strange. It was like that at the old house. It's it's just continuing to be more of that at this one. But dude, yeah. there was so many times where all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna fill the entire house completely full with packing peanuts. I mean, actually, at like for real, for real, we're gonna fill the whole house with packing peanuts. It's like hey, what? everywhere you can possibly think upstairs downstairs in the bathrooms and stuff dude 300 like 20 cubic foot bags <laughs> of open it and do the thing that we were just joking about doing and it's actually happening it wow. got to be dude i don't know if you if you guys have ever fucked around with packing peanuts like at all you just take them out of a box and they like kind of get on your arm you're like oh that's kind of <laughs> can I? Wow. Dude, imagine trying to go to bed and just like, you just rub it off your shins and it would just disintegrate and then <laughs> back onto your leg. It was the most, I'd spend 45 minutes like just trying to like, oh my God. <laughs> and then yo, I just ended up sleeping in my car. I could like, <laughs> no way. Dude, I couldn't take it, man. I was like, yo, I got it in my ear and I was like, oh, just, and I pushed it into my brain. I was like, oh, it's oh. the same color. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe you'll think you look smart. Like, oh. It's coming out. Dude. Hey, add some cushion, you know? This place is insane. And then we filled this one. It, like our housewarming thing was filling this house with those wobble bubble things. Oh, I know. That was Our so whole crazy. house was filled with, it, our, our house became the up house. That's amazing. Oh, so yeah, that weird. was so fun. The, 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 it's so funny that filling up a house with something is such a, such a, it's it's never not good content. <laughs> it's, it's never so not. It's it's always like even if you just had like the crappiest day before that, it just becomes oh I'm in like a I'm in an episode of like Phineas and Verb right now. <laughs> That's so weird. What it's like. So um, what's it like? I I wanted to ask you this too. What's it like being in a commercial? Dude, well you're about to be able to answer that question pretty soon, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, the rap's a little low-key. Low hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but, yeah, no, what's it like? That's crazy, dude. Think it's about fun, man. Always, like, think about doing that, but, like, what's what's the process sort of like? It must be super interesting. Dude, sometimes, honestly, really, like, my honest experience with it is that it just is kind of, like, having fun with the right people, and then word of mouth just spreads like wildfire. Like, I auditioned and stuff, and I, that's how I picked up, like, the poopery spots. Yeah. That weird, like, bathroom spray. Dude, there was one where I was sitting on a toilet, pants around my ankles, and there was just a donkey, like, a real donkey, just, like, in my area. And he, like, bit the boxers that I was wearing. At the time, I was like, whoa, I, whoa! <laughs> whoa, this is, whoa! But honestly, no like, the experience is pretty fun. It's just like a bunch of people trying to make like funny stuff come to life. It's like 
people shooting their little TikToks and stuff, but on a way bigger scale. It's fun. Wow, really it's so fun. And everyone's there to like make a thing that makes people like want to laugh or like have fun or whatever. That's so cool. That's so cool. It's so if they got fun. you on board, then they're definitely trying to get people to laugh. Dude, and like I did all this stuff in Utah, which is like those excruciatingly long commercials they're like six seven minutes long it's insane like you watch you like oh oh what <laughs> uh, what is it why am i this is a very long what how, did i just watch a really that was a youtube video commercial so, that was so weird funny. and that was the thing too dude when i like started hanging out with with I, I like moved out to utah to work with a youtube filmmaker who made like yeah tell, tell, me more about that. tell me more about that his name's scott dw and he does like dance battle videos and my buddy when i was i went to college for engineering and my buddy like kept talking about all these youtube people that he loved like trying to emulate he was this like he would have a a red camera with him all the time and he was just trying to get all these like crazy cinematic shots and he kept talking about this youtuber in utah and he kept reaching out to this guy who had like I don't know how many like million subscribers or whatever, but his videos would it consistently get like 20 to 30 million views. Even with like a, I think right now he has like one and a half, two million subscribers and each of his videos just consistently are like. That's and so, so crazy. finally my roommate moved out to Utah and started working with this guy being his like BTS filmmaker. And I was like, yo, that's cool. But also like it's YouTube dude. So what <laughs> you want to get like, that is the most bonkers thing I could ever imagine being a profession. What the heck? Yeah. And then finally, like a ski skate week during, while I was going to school, my buddy was like, dude, come meet my boss. Like come out to Utah and just meet this guy, please. I've been like trying to talk you up. Just come meet this guy that I work with. So I was like, okay. And I went out to Utah and he was shooting a, a branded video on his channel for Oreos. So it was like an Oreos film that he was wow. making. And that's where I met like Amy Marie, the like Vine dancer girl. Yeah, and yeah. This other dancer, Cyrus, and they were like insane. I was the first time after coming from like skiing to then finishing school to then being on what looked like a actual movie set with these people that were insane dancers, like <laughs> and freaking just spent the whole day like being on set. At one point, I like put on a green screen suit so I could make cats dance or something weird. I was like, "What is happening right now? What is this?" <laughs> And I made that Scott guy laugh just because I like he was watching me kind of live out the weirdness of that industry. Yeah. Just like, dude, so cool. after like a couple days of being on sets with him and hanging with him, so he's like, you should move out here kind of offhandedly. And then I went, yeah. huh. So then I graduated school and was like, instead of engineering, I think I'm just going to go out here and try and see what happens. Why and not? It ended up being like so fun. I through him, I just had fun we would just dork around on these really high budget youtube videos and then through word of mouth i'd be able to book commercials and stuff out there in utah and that's why i started doing the like purple mattress stuff we did one for like yeah. mobile strike greyhound coca-cola all these different like crazy big branded like commercials or youtube videos and then when i met drew doing the musically tiktok stuff we met corian capron at a vidcon and Drew had been watching them while he was touring with his band. They toured with the Vamps for like a couple years. And I was like, another sort of instance of, I had been doing this stuff with this YouTuber enough to know like, okay, YouTube's a crazy like entity that can 
cause a lot of crazy things to happen. And yeah. so Drew was like fangirling over Corey and Kaferin. And I was like, I don't know who these guys are. I'll just go up and say <laughs> what's up. And like started hanging with Corey barely. No, Kaferin wasn't even there, I think. I think he left before we came up and, and talked to Corey. Oh, but, okay. So I hadn't met Kaferin at all. And then we made Corey laugh and Drew did a flip with him. And that was like, we wow. can't, we went home to, I went to Utah and he went back to Ohio. And then Drew called me a couple days later. He's like, dude, you're never going to believe this. But Corey and Kaepernick, the funk bros, the funk bros want us to like go, they're inviting us to go hang out at their house for a couple days. Are you down? And I was like, I'll, I'll go if you go. I don't know who, <laughs> what is that? I don't know what any of this, this is, is, but like I know enough to be like, you, you seem super stoked about it. So I'll like, yeah, I'll go like dork around wow. there and just. So and that was just the little concept of like the grand scheme that they have been like amassing at the time. So because weird. the YouTube this... is very foreign, because like you're on like the even higher generation than me that really maybe saw YouTube come into full flex toward the tail end of like your early adult years. Yeah, wow. I was I was watching it like more and more kind of look like a job for people where they were just doing this thing, and then while I was out there doing the YouTube stuff, I would just like Snapchat like whatever I could get my hands on in the back of a studio. Cause there was so much stuff to just make little props for like 10 second little shitty jokes on Snapchat. And I just did that like every day. Cause we were always doing something super weird. Uh, and then I got like reached out to, and then also weird stuff started taking off initially for me on Snapchat. I got sponsored by Red Bull just to like go around and be wow. adorable at their I different events and stuff for like professional. I've met like, Ryan Nyquist, the biker dude, and then like after the interview with him, to just to him off camera, so I was like, "Yeah, I have a video game with you on it," and he it was oh, so cool. Just under that was just getting like more and more the understanding that everyone's just like a person at the end of the day because yeah. he was just like, "Yeah, isn't that weird? Like I played me in a thing. Like you know how weird that is." I know that's so cool. So yeah, I've always thought about that. Like just like seeing yourself in like a video game or something. That's got to be such a trip. But that's how you must feel like kind of seeing yourself in a commercial, right? You were getting a mechanical engineering degree, and then now you're just, like, rocking in commercial. And the commercial played in the NBA Finals, like, last year or something like that. Dude, right? I guess. Like, it was just people you never think that me, those people like, are. You never think that those people in those commercials are, like, real people who actually, like. No, not at all. I still feel that past. way. Yeah, Dude, I watch, so like, weird. a State Farm commercial or something like that, and I'm like, oh, that's, like. That's just the person that lives in my in my TV. Like that's not a real person. I know. That's so weird. weird. And another weird thing is how we see that about TV. A lot of kids now these days see that about YouTube. And you would think that like, oh, everybody could be on YouTube. It's not so crazy. But some kids, it's like they can't perceive that a real person is actually doing the stuff that they see online. It's insane to the point where I have like I have a lot of friends that are like teachers and stuff, and they are saying that probably 80% of the kids like K through high school want a career path doing social media or YouTube or TikTok or whatever. And it's getting to the point. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's what I bet against myself. I'm going to bet it with you right now. <laughs> that YouTubers are going to get to the point where everyone is going to be doing it to the point where it's going to get to like, you have to do the next thing that no one's doing on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok. So you're like, Oh, I'm going to do, Here's a crazy thing. I'm going to do like, I'm going to be a plumber, like as a joke. And they just go <laughs> mega hard on like trade jobs or whatever. So it's just going to balance itself the out. The trends are just going to go so wild. Like, yeah, yes. That's, 
I mean, everyone's gonna make a possible. show out of like just a normal job. They're like, it's I'm very... a tax accountant. Here we go. What's up, everybody? I'm actually those exist. It's an art block, baby. What do you know about these taxes? Yes. I mean, dude. We filled out the world's biggest tax form in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's very interesting to see how it's all the dynamic of online social media influencing and like YouTube is going to change because it's so saturated just to the fact that people can do it. Not everyone can do it well, but there's just so much content. Everyone can That's do it. There's people like who are on the cusp of it right now have a really strong advantage. It's almost like being the the ABC or the NBC of like today, you know, how those started off when television first started, whoever establishes themselves now, David Dobrik, you know, big channels like that. Who create, ah! <laughs> who create ah! the, the, the world is, oh my God. It's spooky yeah, like, season. I, ah! we, might see, we might see them in, in the history books for being like the oh, starters of like will. giant mediums that carry on forever. Cause how I wonder, I, a lot of these brands who are just branded by these individual people, I can see them living on as a further entity even when they're gone. Oh, yeah. yeah. A thousand percent. But that's the craziest thing, though, is it's being dictated by, like, eight-year-olds. So, <laughs> yeah. so the, the things that, like, it just goes back to what we were talking about. You could do a video where you just... Yeah. And it just hits... That humongous group of eight-year-olds are like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to just, ah! like yeah. all the hearts that people are sending you right now. Ah! Yeah, I know. We're getting a lot of cool hearts right now. I don't know what that means. But yeah, that, that is crazy. That is crazy. And it's, 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 it makes me honestly more excited to try to pander because I feel like I'm the king of the, I'm going to start branding myself as the king of the Zoomers, okay? Because I'm literally like the last year. I'm the first year of the Zoomer generation. So really? like I have, I've dabbled in the millennials, but I also have a lot of knowledge of the things. So, I mean- You the test audience, the why, you're like right on that perfect line where you're like, oh, I can relate oh, to yeah. either side. Oh, exactly. And all these kids who are from the years of like 10 to 18 years old are tomorrow's 20, 30 year olds. So if you can retain those fans then they can start doing, you can do the stuff that you know, we start to grasp on a higher level in the first you can, place. Like have them grow with you. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Which they I think you guys do a lot. Upward. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it, it's just so interesting to be on the cusp of a whole new kind of kind of medium. It's so I think about it all the time. Like the people who like the Johnny Carsons, like the first people who did stuff on television. There's so many people who are doing that the first time. Like we're living in that area of like the 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 golden age of like the 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 legends, the goats of television who started it all. We're seeing that now in Utah too, but we very well could play a significant role in being on that cusp of starting off the new technology. You literally never know. Like that's literally the only reason why you just kind of keep doing it. You just keep going yeah. after it and then it, things just click into place and it's like fun to do the thing that you love doing and then like uh, you, you get cool opportunities because fun people watch your stuff. Yeah. Hey, so Nova, cool. Oh, Nova! I'm we, we got a special guest appearance. A 
Okay, here's a real question for your audience and for you. What's your dog voice? I know I can't hear like any of the comments you're doing, but I want to hear yours because that's a dog. You should have your dog Mine's between like an Elmo turning into like Shrek. It's like mid transformation. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Is... Yeah, I do. I do like the very like overdone baby voice. Like, oh, the widow boy. Whenever you're on like a walk and you see someone else's dog, it's like, oh, baby. and like they're either really cool with it or they're like, wow, I. <laughs> You know, all of a sudden, I'm gonna, it's not you, but I'm going to go on a run right now. Starting right now. <laughs> let's, let's see. Let's see you hit the dance move. A dance move? Yeah. Dude. All right. We try to hit a pin drop. <laughs> oh, let's see. Not that thing where you, like, freaking. <laughs> oh, he did let's, it. Let's go with the. <laughs> I like the over Addison Ray. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but I was talking about on the last live stream how Addison Ray landed some big like movie deal contract with some kind of Paramount Pictures or something. And I was like, how is a TikTok acting gonna translate over to like mainstream big film action? She could be in like an intense scene with Leonardo DiCaprio. And she could be like, never let go. She could be like, eh. <laughs> she'll like do like a whoa, but like keep a straight face, and they'll be like, I. The range. I am so like everyone will eat it up, honestly. Or oh, yeah. what she's going to be really good at, and we're like this new generation of like people talking, <laughs> TikToking. I'm a TikToker. This is what I'm gonna also do. When <laughs> you'll just get someone else to act out the part, and then you lip sync it. So someone will be like, "Never let me go," and you just kind of go, "Hold on a sec." <laughs> and then that's dude, dude. We need to write this TikTok the movie. <laughs> It'll be like the super like acting challenge. Like you're yeah, the blue line. Yeah. Have you seen um Kung Pao Enter the Fist? Yes. It's like that the I will destroy you. No, you won't. I'm gonna... Hi. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, uh, that's so funny. What's your, uh, what's your who's your biggest like comedy influence? Dude, I love uh, getting compared to Jim Carrey for doing stuff. So that's like, yeah. that's been my track. That's why I tried to start, like when I was in college, I would do stand up and stuff. And that's why I think yeah. it's super admirable that you're doing it right now. Cause it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's stand up is insane. Terrifying. You have, good, you, have good, you have good experiences with stand up? I had great experiences. Yeah. But then I had other ones where like, I mean, you said it really well when we were talking the other night that like, it's funny when you just bomb. When you bombing is when you just do terrible. Like you're set <laughs> so bad that people won't even like waste the energy to move any part of their body. They're like, hmm. you're up here and you're facing us, and uh, <laughs> sure been talking for a while. Like those <laughs> moments, dude. I did an open mic up in LA at this place called the Comedy Hole. It was like a Monday night. This was like probably six years ago, and. Not only did no one laugh, like people like that were trying to not 
make any sort of noise. Almost to the point where, like, I could see everybody. It was daytime. But to the point where, like, it was that day they were trying to give off the impression that, like, there's no one here for you right now. <laughs> there is no one here. I could hear my echo of my voice off the back wall. You get three minutes at most open mics in LA. I finished the three minutes, which felt like four days. And I sat down and just laughed my ass off because it was so funny how bad I did. Dude, it's so crazy how you wait like six or five hours sometimes and you do three minutes of material to just crickets. And you're just like, why am I here? <laughs> Insane. It, but it makes literally, that's the decider. You're like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to try next time to be funnier. You're like, whoa, I'm going to hold on. This keeps going this way. Yeah. I'm done. The thing about stand-up, too, is you have to, like, fire on all cylinders. you got to have your material good. You have to have, like, the confidence, like, yep. depending on how your act is. You have to make sure you, like, time it right. you got to, like, feel out the crowd. It's just, if you don't, if you're not on in every department, it's never going to be as good as it can be. Oh, dude, it's so true. And that's the thing, too, is like sometimes for people, which is like genius, is they're 100% on can make it just look like they don't give a shit or that it's like that they're just coming up with it on the spot. Sometimes they are. But some of those people are just so rehearsed that they're like, oh, yeah, the other day. And it's like, no, this was like a year ago. But the way oh, that you're able to remember and retell this is yeah. the best. It's crazy. I was like trying to figure out a long time how to do like set lists because open mics are so interesting it, it'd be it's so it must feel so good when you're an established comedian and you can have like a show with other people where people come expecting to laugh and you can take your time and like develop your jokes open mic is like because i remember early on in open mics i was trying to like do these elaborate stories and like tie it in like dave Chappelle, and then literally it was like i never had time where people do not want to follow you they're drunk or they're just like who the hell is this guy shut up already so it's like i quickly that's more like a lawn methodical snipe is like a show. But open mics yep. are just like a wild, wild west shootout. You just kind of bang, bang, bang. Like, yeah, you have to have to like fuck about what you're saying. Yes, you've got to go and you got to go like fast or have a really good storytelling like yeah. ratio to fit us exactly. one story into three minutes. Otherwise, you just, like you're saying, you got to go. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can do a story at an open mic because nobody cares who you are like when you're like established then they want to hear what you have to say yes the open mic you got to just sling the jokes and the, the people that's the thing about the open mics very rarely in the society now are people giving you their honest opinion in person it's like you should but sometimes people just be like like they don't give it to you you got to earn it that's why it feels so good i've only killed a couple times i've definitely bombed way more than i've killed but when you kill you're just like like, I, I, I can equate it to getting a sack, scoring a touchdown. Like, it's, it might be even above that, which is why oh, it's yeah. so addicting to want to do. Landing is terrifying flip skiing. It's the same sort of thing where you kind of feel yeah. like you're levitating. You're like, I just, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. It's and, but it's also feeling. cool where, like, um, my friend, he's like a sports psychologist. He talks about the flow state, getting into the flow state. When you're just, like, like I said, firing all cylinders, you feel, like, smooth what you're saying. And I could, once I got really good at football, which I'm sure you got like with skiing, you can kind of get in that thing. You can just flip the switch and get in that flow state. You're just landing. You're not even thinking about it. You can just kind of shut yeah. off and then go like, yeah. And like, the more oh, I did stand up, there would be t sets where I was feeling good. I had good pacing. My confidence was good. And I could feel that same kind of rhythm, that flow. And it would just, it would end up with good results, which is always super interesting. Yes. You know why? I feel like here, this is what I feel like it's why. 
this why it feel it is what it is. For feeling oh. it is what it is why. Why I feel it does. For feel, it is this. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't tell me I just forgot what I was going to say. Hold on. <laughs> why I feel like the flow. Oh, yeah. So it's basically like you're having, it's like that conversation where you're having like joke night with your buddies and you just have to pretend that the whole audience is like your buddies and you're not just by yourself on yeah. stage with a microphone like being you and your friends at the same time that's like, so true that's the what that's when you start to get in the groove at least that's what it felt like for me doing stand-up like yeah. I, i'm sure that you are the same kind of you do the same kind of stand-up where it's like hey yeah you're the guy at the party that's like hey yeah oh you want it on this here come on in yes you know, yes that is exactly, uh, like exactly that's, Dude, that's the best type of person to be. And I feel like you are that. Also, what the? Hi. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I know, right? Look at, like, I, we're going to. Okay, guys, right now, I want you to start typing in the message box things. Questions for Billy. I'm going to ask him a couple of your guys' good questions. Oh, dude, this person's like a Pokemon. They said their username, which is a, it's such an awesome username. This is why I love social media. They are <laughs> Poopfartus. That's really cool. <laughs> like, I, I love that. Poopfartus. Poopartus. <laughs> Ellie Mar Martin or Ella Martin. What's up? Oh, hi. This is so fun. I love these live streams. They're just so easy. It's like a podcast, dude, almost, it. but we don't kind of go. It's fun. Don't you think? I, I, like, I forget we're, at, we're even live streaming. I feel like I'm just talking. That's when it gets into the groove, man. That's what oh, I'm we're saying. Just, we're saying. getting some flows. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so funny yeah you guys write some questions we'll begin in there. yeah but that i mean yeah stand up i can't wait for stand up because i would be doing it i was like really really committing to it i probably started early 2019 my first set was march 1st 2019 at my school open mic and i just fell in love with it right off the bat and i was just getting i was going uh, like pretty consistently when I was in school trying to balance like finishing up my degree and stuff and I'd be going like a couple times a week but when I moved back and I got a job pretty close to where I was working before I worked for the Funk Pros I was doing like three mics a night like five days a week yeah really I was just wait and how old were you when you started you were in high school no no, no I started my senior year of college I was 21 okay all right yeah so yeah it, it was and you could definitely get better and better and I never went to there's definitely discrepancies between where you go for how well it can hit because bigger cities like will throw you to the wolves a lot easier than like the classic open mics even though the open mics they close the doors and hold them closed they're like no oh I no know, right? there's times where, like I, I would like suppress laughing at a person that i thought was genuinely funny because the person next to me and everyone else would like make it a point to not laugh at the person and finally like i made some friends when i was doing stand up in la and i asked them i was like why is that like that person's set was funny and they're like we don't want them to think they're funnier than us how dare they it's like what that is uh, insanity. Yeah. That's the difference also between like traditional, what seems like the traditional acting field, not necessarily in my ex experience, but the stand-up realm for sure in bigger cities is like so competitive. And then in social yeah. media, it's like everyone just wants everyone else to have fun and succeed together because yeah, there's sure. enough for everybody. Well, that's why like a lot of the social media people I met, because I think people like me, because I would just laugh. Like, I, if it's funny, I'm going to laugh, have a good time. But I definitely saw like even people be like, well, like you're going to do funny TikToks? Like, dude, you're selling out like comedy wise. Where it's like, no, I'm just pursuing my comedic desires through another medium while I can also do stand up. It's not like, but I mean, 
it, in them, in the long run, it probably won't help out as much as if, if you just make yourself versatile across platforms and just be funny. Because I love doing stand-up, but my favorite thing is like you, is just making people laugh and, and, and doing comedic things. And that's the coolest thing about reaching people in here. Hi, everybody, by the way. Is it like, dude, I'll scroll through. When y'all come into uh, Houston, hopefully sometime soon when the apocalypse <laughs> decides to like chill for a sec. And then this I know. person, where are you from? Jones Barbecue Foot Massage. Like, they're from where, where that is. Dude. dude, dude it would be, like, that's so sick. You guys are from all dude, over the place. Hi. Dude, it would be so fun if we like, if we like, did like some stand-up circuits and then we did like a tour like a stand-up tour or something across cities dude, i want to do that dude that would be so oh. fun dude let's do like you, a dude. duo set. Dude, let's do be... it okay i love that you guys get ready billy bob tour coming soon that is the... all right that let's of course is the only possible name for it i i told you i'm gonna check if you got any cool questions Let's see. That's uh, oh, that was always my favorite thing when I was live streaming on TikTok, which I need to get back into desperately. Is that uh, there would be a point where I would ask everyone where they were from, and like, dude, look at this, dude, isn't it amazing? I had a guy Riverside. Well, I had a guy uh, DM me before this. He said it's three a.m. in England, but I'm still gonna watch. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I'm not even. Uh, I'm like a That's nobody. Insane. Like, you want to listen to me talk? You just stay up till three in the morning in England. Right? Because I got great guests. I got the Billy man on my live stream, you guys. <laughs> Only here can you get that kind of... When will you come to India? Someday, hopefully. Cool. Dude. There's been such an itch to travel this year! <laughs> um, You guys, you gotta... I don't even get many questions for Billy, you guys. We gotta get a... We gotta get Wait. some more questions in here. If Maybe my thing me, ask some for Bobby. Worst stand-up experience. You tell you, do you remember one? Um, let me think. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one. I got like kind of shadow banned from a stand-up open mic because it's part of my early on bits. I still do it occasionally. I'm like very active. Like I'll move around a lot on stage. And I was doing this bit where like I was running around and like making hard cuts and stuff. And literally nobody was laughing, of course. And when I got, <laughs> when I got off, the guy was like, yeah, yeah, like, okay, make sure if you guys, he didn't even like, like, give it up for Bobby one more time. He's like, if you guys come up here, don't run with the fucking microphones. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, like, and, and none of my jokes were hitting. Oh, no. I know, none of my jokes were hitting. I got <laughs> yelled at by the open mic MC, which is the worst person you want to piss off. Oh, uh, no. I literally had sat there for like, this was the longest I'd ever waited for an open mic. It was this place called Harvey's Comedy Club in Portland. I probably stayed there. I probably stayed there for like six hours. But the coolest part about that was I thought I sucked. And it was like a horrible, horrible set. And I got yelled at and people were like pissed and like basically like booed off the stage. So I was just sitting there and I was about to leave. But I didn't even want to leave out the main entrance. I was so embarrassed. So I went to go like walk out the back. But earlier that day, uh, there was like a like a headliner. His name is Shang. He's like a pretty big comedian. He's been on like HBO and The Tonight Show and stuff. And he caught me as I was walking out the door. He was like, he was like, hey man, uh, that one joke you said, because like at the beginning, he like, recited one of those. He said that was some funny shit, bro. Uh, you should even say this with it. And I was like, wow, dude, thank you so much. Like I, I feel like I had a horrible side. Yeah, he's like, oh no, nah, bro. 
these like open mics and just like working out. And I was like, that's so nice of you. And then he's like, do you want to come get some drinks with me at the bar? We can talk comedy. And like, literally like I was going to like go out the wrong door and he caught me and he told me that he liked my joke. And I sat down with him at, and we just like got drinks. He, he was like texting Adam Sandler, like and showing me. I was like, what? He's like telling me how I can make money in stand up, like how to develop, like where, like good mics to go to when I'm back in California. And he was just on tour. And I was sitting down with him and his opener. And we sat there for like three hours. He was telling me about all these like famous comedians and how he writes. And so it was such a horrible situation. And I felt like I was the worst, the worst night of my life, but it ended up being such a cool opportunity. That's so sick. Yeah. I have a couple of cool stories like that. But wait, what was your worst experience? That one at the comedy hole. That was like oh, that one. <laughs> the worst one. And then I think later that night or the next night, because I was trying to do the same thing. I was living with, on my brother's couch for a couple months down here while I was finishing up school and uh, just decided to try doing a bunch of open mics. And uh, some of them I would like, but I did, I bombed super hard. And then the night I saw this dude go up and literally his set was like, hey, everybody, it's all right. You know why? And they were like already laughing. And I was like, what and he goes because it's all good and the crowd erupted like fell out of their chairs it like i was i was watching like oh so you just like develop your own flavor okay wow that's so sure cool. just figure out whatever your thing is like yeah. you just gotta be happy or whatever it is that you're doing figure out your thing and then just like commit a hundred percent to it i love that that's the theme. Put your, that's everything the theme the, into it. That's the theme of the night. And we only got a minute left. I got the little countdown going. But we got that, the that's light. A, that's a great that's a great point to leave it on. But um yeah, I guess we gotta wrap it up. I don't know. I think maybe I could like start another Instagram live eventually, but um we'll we'll just we'll just leave them wanting more for you to be uh, on the another episode in the future. <laughs> this was so fun. Hi everyone. Dude, this was amazing, Billy. Thank you so much. Like I Wait, truly dude, thanks for having so me. much as an inspiration in comedy and social media and everything, dude. And it's so great to like get you on here, bro. Dude, I could say the exact same thing. You're getting me to <laughs> want to get back into like the stand-up scene and, and writing more. Like this is so fun. Yes. You guys, me and Billy have a lot of really cool plans. Billy, what else do you have going on? Like quick before we go and uh, I am two thirds of the way through shooting a movie that got to, uh, had to be put on pause, unfortunately, with all the COVID stuff, but should be picking back up pretty soon here. And then awesome. I think uh, some more Hot Wheels stuff in the mix, cool. in this weird storybook life, like whatever we get to <laughs> all be a part of that you get yeah. to, like, it's so weird. Just, so just everybody, to, like, yeah. it's so cool. It's such a like fantastical, magical thing. Okay, yeah. We got five seconds. Everybody follow Billy. Yes. Boy. I love you so Everyone much. Everyone follow Bobby. Thank you.